Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves and their families. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is what to do if you feel lonely in your marriage. But before we get started, I want to let you know I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come and get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. Also, I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. Visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it. Now let's dive in and talk about what to do if you feel lonely in your marriage. So being lonely is probably something you didn't think would happen to you in your marriage, right? That's part of why we get married, so we have a companion. But it's a complaint that I hear often from women to varying degrees of severity, if you will. Wives tell me that they feel lonely and disconnected from their spouse, and they wonder what they should do. Now, most of the time, the wife is hoping that I will give her advice that has to do with getting her husband to change his ways so that she doesn't have to feel lonely anymore. The wife thinks it's his fault and that if he would change and be more attentive, that she would feel happier. Unfortunately, I'm afraid that is not how it works. And that's not how marriage works. And that's not how life works. You guys, you know, you know, (laughs) we can't change other people. We can't make people behave how we want them to. Oh, if we only we could. But we just can't. We can't make other people want to spend time with us in the way that we want them to. And if we wait around for them to come around and see things our way, we are putting our happiness in their hands. Think about that. If we are waiting for our spouse to do something or say something before we can feel happy, then we are saying that we can't be happy unless he does a certain thing. You guys, we don't ever want to do that. Our happiness should not be in anyone else's hands but our own. This is awesome news. The best news ever. It means that if we are feeling lonely, we have the power to fix that. We don't even need help from anyone else. How awesome is that? And so I brainstormed for you today and came up with seven ideas to help you if you are feeling lonely in your marriage. So here we go. My first idea is to implement a self-care plan where you do things that you enjoy by yourself. Now that might seem like a funny way to stop being lonely, doing something by yourself, right? But hang in there with me because doing something fun, even by yourself, can help you feel more connected and it will help bring more happiness into your life in a way that you might need. So we don't always need other people around to feel fulfilled. Sometimes an activity can bring that fulfillment on its own. So for example, if you love to go for walks in local nature preserves, but your husband doesn't, go anyway. And instead of lamenting the fact that he isn't there, 
shift your mindset to being grateful that you're doing something just for you. That mindset shift is the key here. It will help you feel so much better. Now, tip number two is to understand that it's okay for our husbands to not want to do everything we want to do. And expecting that of them puts too much pressure on them and the relationship. So instead of putting all of that pressure on your husband to do everything with you that you want to do, form a group of people in your life who collectively provide you with that sense of human connection that you're craving. Maybe you have a friend or friends that you go out to eat with, or friends that you study the Bible with, or friends that you travel with, friends that you watch chick flicks with, friends that you work out with, friends that you shop with. Spend time doing some of those things with some of those people. That way it doesn't all have to fall on your husband's shoulders and you will both be happier for it. So that is a super fun way to invite more people in, do more things that you love, take the pressure off your husband. So tip number three is to invite your husband to do something that you love to do and let him off the hook if he says no with no guilt trip. If he says no, just go and do it yourself and make yourself happy or with other people. So one of my clients had a recent experience with this where she was offered tickets to a concert. She really wanted to go. And so she asked her husband if he wanted to go. And he said he wasn't really interested in going. My client told me that she had to think about that for a minute because in the past, she would have let that dictate the decision and turn down the tickets. In fact, she had done this many times in the past and missed several concerts and other kinds of events that she would have loved to go to. And she really wanted to go to this concert. It sounded really fun. So she decided not to let his answer dictate her happiness. Instead, she said, okay, well, I really want to go. Would you like to come with me or do you mind if I invite a friend? That totally changed his response. He excitedly said, oh, you want to go? Okay, I'll come with you. Wow, you guys, like that was like a total 180 from his previous response. And I love this story and I think it worked because my client did not try to manipulate or control her husband or make him feel guilty for not wanting to go or responsible for her happiness. She simply stated what she would love to do and invited him along. And she made it okay for him to decline by offering to bring a friend. She made it easy, like solve the problem and he didn't have to worry about that. If she would have gone with her husband's first answer that he really didn't have an interest in going, she really ultimately would have betrayed herself because she really wanted to go. And so she said that they both ended up enjoying the concert, but they only had the experience because she stayed true to herself and took responsibility for her own happiness. You see how that works? Beautiful thing. And so now the fourth tip I have for you is to invite your husband to do something you know he would love to do. So maybe it's not something that's exactly your cup of tea, but that's okay. The cool thing is men love doing activities with their wives and by activities, I mean like something active, like something more than just going out to eat. So suggest something that you know your husband enjoys doing an activity and do it with him. It could even be a chore, honestly, if you're wanting to spend time with him. 
actually Paul and I did that on Sunday. And I literally said, we were talking about what to do. And I said, you know, I, I want to do something active. And I did. I wanted to be active. Because on Saturday, I spent a lot of time on my computer. So Sunday, I didn't want to do that. And so um, we, you know, we talked about going for different walks and stuff like that. We landed on cleaning the garage. And so silly, but it was a great day. We had so much fun. So cleaning, right? I know. All right. So anyway, the fifth tip, the fifth tip around feeling lonely in your marriage has to do with communication. Many a woman has said to her husband, you don't spend enough time with me. When you hear me say it like that, can you see why that might not be the best way to communicate to your husband about being lonely? It's pretty negative and it puts the blame on our husband for us feeling lonely. He can't make us feel lonely. We're the only ones that can make ourselves feel lonely. And so this doesn't mean that you can't communicate with your husband about your feelings though. But instead of communicating blame, as with the previous statement, you can communicate from your heart with vulnerability. Say something like this, in your own words, something like, I miss you and I would love to spend some one-on-one time with you soon. And then suggest something that the two of you could do together. It's that simple. Communicate from your heart with vulnerability. That tip will take you miles, ladies. All right, tip number six. If you are feeling lonely is a logistical one. It's take a look at your calendar and your family calendar. Is there too much on it that's pulling you away from each other? Can you find some activities to eliminate or minimize that will give you more time together? Or can you find some time to intentionally schedule some one-on-one time? right? We only have limited hours in a day. We all have the same amount of hours. So we want to prioritize what we do with them. And if you're feeling lonely and disconnected from your husband, it might be a really simple solution to look at your calendar and try to figure out what could be changed in order to intentionally create that time together. Don't let that time with your husband be the leftovers of your life. Make it something that is intentional and important that is scheduled in your life. And there's nothing better you can do besides schedule something on a calendar for sure. All right, last but not least, tip number seven. I saved this one for last, although this one could solve the whole thing altogether. I saved it for last because it could solve the whole thing altogether. And I didn't want to just say this and, and have you tune out because you didn't like it. But tip number seven is to manage your mind. If you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, you know that our thoughts cause our feelings. And so if the feeling we are having is loneliness, we need to examine our thoughts and see what we are thinking that is causing us to feel lonely. You guys, it's not our husband's behavior that is causing us to feel lonely. It is what we are thinking about their behavior or the situation, right? And so once we can identify the thought that we're thinking, then we can examine it and we can ask ourselves if it's really true. Can we be 100% sure it's really true, this thought that we're thinking? Another great question to ask yourself is, is this thought serving me? That one is a wake-up call because You'll know if it's serving you, if it makes you feel good, if it creates the results that you want. But if you're thinking the thought and having terrible results or a yicky feeling inside, that thought is not serving you. 
And so we have to work on changing it. And so that is how we fix loneliness, is by looking at our thoughts and taking action then once we decide if the thought is not serving us. And so the previous six tips I gave you were a lot of those action steps that you could take if you find a thought. But I would really, if you really want to solve this like long term and and revisit it when it comes back up because it's not like we flip a light switch and we never feel lonely again, like things come and go. And so when we feel this way, we know what to do. And so this podcast hopefully today gave you some some tips like practical things you can do but then also we want to look at our thoughts so that we can manage our mind and so i have one final example with you about managing for you i should say about managing your mind and so here's a thought you know a lot of times that i hear from women is that my husband should spend more time with me so now we know this thought is flawed right because we've already talked about it you might want your husband to spend more time with you that might be true but how is it serving you thinking this negative thought, right? It's probably not. It probably makes you feel um, lonely and upset. It probably, you probably feel it in your body and it's creating actually disconnect. What you might not realize is that thought is actually creating disconnect in your marriage instead of connection. So that is the complete opposite of what we want when we're feeling lonely. Isn't that crazy, you guys? We let our thoughts drive us away from our husband instead of bringing us to him. So crazy. But that's why we have to look at our thoughts. And so when we discover then this thought is flawed, we can turn it around. So just flip it around and think instead of thinking my husband should spend more time with me, what would it be like if you thought something like this? I would love to spend some quality time with my husband. That is much more positive and it feels much better and it feels empowering to you because you can make that happen, right? And that's what you should do. Go make it happen. Go figure something out fun that you guys can do. And so if I could give you an action item for this week to do if you're feeling lonely and you want to feel better, just try and find one thing that you would love to do in the next week with your husband. Plan to do it and hopefully your husband will come come along and do it with you. But if he doesn't, strongly consider doing it anyway and going and making some fun for yourself and then consider an experiment find something else and invite your husband to that right maybe the thing that we said that he would love to do now I know this is not always easy it's easier said than done and so I would love to help you with your specific situation and so if this is something that you would like to work on further reach out to me for a complimentary marriage coaching session and we can talk about it for you also this will totally help you and that's my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care that will help you definitely with loneliness it's going to help you feel like your best self every day you'll find it on my website And don't forget to join us in the Life Designed community on Facebook. It's a positive group for for you on Facebook. And I don't know about you, but um, we need more positive places, I think, on Facebook. And this is one of them. So join us there. Thank you so much. I hope this was helpful. And I'll talk to you next time.